You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Welcome, Fit Clubbers. We are back. I'm your host, Shaka Smith, joined by my lovely co-host from A&E's Fit to Fat to Fit, Fallon Mercedes Brock. What's up, Fallon? How you doing? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> so as you know, Georgia is open and I have gone out the house. And let wow. me tell you, um, there are a lot of people out. However, I love how cautious the gyms are, the stores are. For instance, I finally went to the gym. Um, I go to a boutique gym now. So it's a very small gym. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like a big, you know, planet fitness or anything like that. And, um, I think there was three people at one point in the gym, maybe two. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I had it to myself, but there was big signs everywhere. You know, you have to wash. If they see you not sanitizing after, they'll kick you out. Yeah. They had um, the they had every other machine closed off, so you couldn't use it. So it was spaced out. People were wearing masks entering and leaving. Um, yeah, so I I I actually don't feel scared anymore. It's. Okay. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> so, so were there a lot of people out? Is everyone, you know, is, is everyone out in full love? Not in places, but on the street. Are you seeing everyone? Yeah. So I went to the park um, the other day and there was a lot of people in the park. So people are, you'll see people walking around, getting sunshine. And then the restaurants, instead of eating indoor, if they had patio space, they would have um, seats um, like six feet apart from each other. All the waiters and waitresses had gloves, masks, sanitizers on the table. So everybody is very conscious and aware of, okay, we're going to open, but we're going to try to be responsible. Well, I guess we, the rest of the country, we appreciate you being the experiment, I guess, right. to some degree. But um, they say two to three weeks is when we would see a spike. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but we got someone to talk about. We got UFC 249, guys. We got the McCall method with the creator and UFC fighter, Ian McCall. And we talking about the future of sports opening up in general. So let's bring on Ian right now. Um, excited because UFC 249, first, first match back. You know, um, I know, this is exciting. Yeah, did you get a chance to watch? I do watch sometimes. Um, I'll never forget my first. Hey, how hey, are you? Hey, welcome. Man. How you doing? <laughs> how are you guys? Good. 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 How are you? Really good. You know, <laughs> beautiful day. Got a really good workout in this morning. Yeah, nice. Good. So, so, how, how have you been dealing with um, the coronavirus and the quarantine and opening up? How's it been for you and your daughter as well? Oh, it's been great. We have a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm quarantined, or we were quarantined at my girlfriend's house. Um, she's got four kids. And, you know, there's a backyard. There's three even here. The other one lives in Denmark. Um, but, yeah, we're just hanging out and bonding and having fun. And I, I've got my workout stuff. I can get stuff done. You know, like yeah. a beautiful backyard and deck and a pool area. So it's there's a lot of space. And uh, my daughter, you know, for she has, like, one – uh, one friend she hangs out with mostly and there's a few other kids in the neighborhood so i'm like yeah come over hang out yeah. in the pool for two days straight just have fun but she, and she's already homeschooled we already mm -hmm. we already work from home and I, mm -hmm. we were staying here every day anyways <laughs> yeah. no change yeah, my, so, my yeah so it's normal yeah it's just it's super easy yeah. uh, are you feeling any anxiety though about things opening up or you know it looks like we're opening up a little bit slower here in california but it's starting to happen no, 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 I don't care at all. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, 
I just think this is a kind of a needed thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And people are, you know, just so ridiculous with all these conspiracy theories and shit. I'm like, oh man, yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And right now, I don't care. Like, yeah, um, yeah. We'll, that'll all come to, to fruition or, you know, come to, to light later and we'll figure it out because yeah. we have no control over it. And just, we have something in hand that we have to fight. And you know, that's why a big reason why I preach the, the, uh, the myco diet is because we're trying to build your immune systems. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have um, mushrooms, uh, not the non-psychedelic kind, just the <laughs> kind. Um, you know, they have, it's a good source of protein. They're delicious. They've got uh, trace elements. Um, and, you know, for immunity purposes, they have something, or for building that, they have something called polysaccharides and beta-glucans. Mm-hmm. They strengthen your immunity cells. Um, you know, because the, the coronavirus isn't alive. I don't know if people get that or not. It's just an information cell. Like you're going to stick one of those memory sticks in your computer. Yeah. Uh, and it's just trying to sh- put that information in the cell and then compromise the cell and then cell replication and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's just it's not a, it's, that's how crazy nature is. This thing that's not alive is after. <laughs> and it's just, it's weird. Yeah. And, and so, even with the conspiracy theories, so for me, it's been like everyone is in this together. Like no one, Corona hasn't really helped anybody. You know? yeah, <laughs> it, it, we're not fighting China. We're not yeah. fighting yeah. You know, Russia. We're, yeah fighting a virus mother we, yeah. we're fighting mother nature she's trying to kill some of us off i i just think that i'm trying to be i mean i hate to say that but she's thinning the herd you know? it feels that way it certainly yeah, feels yeah. that way so the mushrooms that you're um in business with and that you're taking i guess tell us i've never i've heard about like mushrooms that like coffee that you have it in your coffee so how do you consume them how often and um do you feel a difference in your immunity or how you feel Oh, inc- incredibly, uh, an incredibly big difference. Uh, obviously, I've, I've been preaching health and wellness for a, a really long time, most of my career. And then I was able to fix my daughter's juvenile rheumatoid arthritis oh, wow. with, with food, with diet and exercise first. That's the mm-hmm. first thing you need to do. Yeah. And then it was a high dose of uh, cannabis oil or uh, Rick Simpson oil. And of course, Six years ago, that wasn't very uh, looked upon in the best way. But I said, oh, I don't want you to give my daughter, you know, chemotherapy drugs like methotrexate and, and yeah. painkillers, my two-year-old daughter. Yeah. You know, but it's also on the weird side of the coin is getting your two-year-old super stoned. It's kind of funny, but kind of not. You know, it, yeah. it, there, there's just so much involved there that, I mean, she hasn't, hasn't ingested THC or anything stronger than CBD in a while. But that's why I, why I own part of a CBD business is her. Yeah. And they you know, finally just approved what is Epidiolex now. Um, yeah, I mean, they finally first approved CBD um, from yes. Yeah, well, we, we have at Elixir, Honest Globe is our company. Um, my, myself, my family, my best friends, we all own this. We have a new event center actually in Santa Ana that might be out later. Um, and, you know, we have the world's first FDA and third party certified CBD lab and product. Mm-hmm. My, my friends and I did it. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. wow, that's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, but anyways, that, that, that was, sorry, that was my long way of saying how I got into health and wellness. Um, so the mushrooms, I ingest them at coffee. I'm, I microdose a lot. Um, and, you know, a lot of the protocols are a, a lot less because these are just normal individuals that want to feel a difference. You know, they want to see this slow progression. People like myself have copious amounts of brain damage, amyloid plaque built up in their brain from subconcussive blows to punching to full concussive blows to me hitting my head snowboarding and waking up a few days later 
Um, you know, to me dying of a drug overdose and being in the hospital for a week. Like it was, uh, it wasn't on purpose. It was just messed up. Um, and you know, my brain was really bad when I retired and I was, you know, my ex fiance had me on suicide watch. I didn't even know that. I was like, you thought I was going to kill myself? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, fine. I thought about it a couple times. Um, but whatever. Uh, so. I'm on a much more strict protocol. I mean, for two and a half years, I was on five days on, two days off, five days on, two days off. But now it's just whenever I remember to take my vitamins, which is a lot. But but um, so I'll ingest with coffee. I'll ingest my microdoses. Uh, I'll have other vitamins, you know. And it's I'm I'm sure I'm putting more in my system than I need. But I it's just I always do that. It helps you. It's helpful yeah. to you. Yeah, and, and then, uh, you know, especially being at home this much, I, I, I was raised by a chef. My mom's a chef. She was a chef at Robert Mandavi before he passed away, the wine guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's amazing. And, and I was the only son that she taught to cook. And at last, you know, since I went out in the real world and started having a real job, uh, I, I didn't cook anymore. But now we're stuck at home and I've got, you know, a bunch of people to cook for. I cook every, I cook so much food and I love it. It, it just makes me really, really happy to to give people things but like check it out so, so we got a recipe book coming soon yeah. too <laughs> honestly yeah eventually i'd love to um and i do something with my mom you know and, and yeah. talk about her cooking but uh and, and i'll try and add in the variety the biggest variety i can mm-hmm. you know there's i got some lichen the other day that my buddy sent me that i'm like wow this is cool i'm gonna i don't know how to i'll figure it out you know i'll figure out how to yeah do it. um and uh just just adding in mycology to every meal that we can when we have mushrooms in the fridge, you know, because mm-hmm. they are they're delicious and they're really really good for you. So yeah. uh, uh, antibio- or, um, antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral properties, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. In and and we're, we're, I think we're going to look back on this in a few generations, maybe next generation, mm-hmm. and and we're going to look and be like wait we weren't eating these all the time oh yeah, yeah. absolutely okay. <laughs> that's how i feel about veganism i feel like one day people will say one day i have that hope <laughs> well um, this is the thing of the micro diet i tell everybody imagine a big table vegetables fruit meat nuts all that good stuff yeah. okay if you choose to take something off the table good for you don't shit on everyone else for eating that stuff still yeah of course <laughs> add, add something beneficial to the to the, to yeah. the plate or yeah. the table, or beat it. I don't want to yeah. talk to you. You know, like I, I like to kill animals and eat them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. It have nothing, I love. I love animals. I also love conservation. Yeah. I love hunting. There's a there's a spiritual process behind it. And then I get to acquire meat for my family that I earn. You yeah. know, it's just and it's it's just I don't know. But uh, besides the void, just add in mushrooms to your diet, whatever you're eating, because I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're they're more closest of the common. <laughs> They're more pro- closely related to humans than they are yeah. to plants. Yeah. And that says something. So the mushrooms that you're taking, um, what has been the difference for yourself or people that are buying your products of mushrooms? Like, how are you feeling? How does it f- affect you? Well, uh, I work with a company called Lifecycle. Uh, it's C-Y-K-E-L, like the, the Danish way of selling or, or saying or writing out cycle. Um they're based out of Byron Bay, Australia. Uh, they have, I mean, there's a lot of good products out there. Stamets, all that, all that stuff, host defense. Um, I mean, the coffee stuff, I am working on something, but right now production is, you know, not what happened. Yeah. So uh, I, I am talking with a coffee brand just to have something to promote when I'm traveling. 
when I'm talking, when I'm on my social media, just because we, we are now consultants in this business. So I've got a game plan for a chocolate company and a coffee company and this, and just, there's a million things that we can do because whether, you know, micro remediation, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but there, there, there's a lot of stuff that we can do in this business. And with, with supplements, man, they are, these guys at Lifecycle have apparently been, been guys, apparently they are because I'm taking them, uh, giving them to, to my, you know, the kids and, and everybody. Um, I even sent a whole box to my ex-wife's house. Like, you know, our daughter, my daughter and, and her sister need to be taking this all the time. You know, That's I love, awesome. I, I, I'm, her, her sister's almost big enough for me to take with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we're moving to that next phase of trying to figure out what we can do to keep our immunity high. Um, right now, we know we have a, an unfortunate update regarding the coronavirus that we actually hit 81,000 dead in the United States, 1.3 million infected. Um, the somewhat good news is that at least in New York, it looks like they are over the curve and that's where you know the big hotspots were. Mm -hmm. But we have new little things coming out. So we have now, there might be some pediatric um, a pediatric multi-system inflammatory syndrome that some kids are suffering from as a result. So now we're taking a look at that. And you know, around the country, we know we had South Dakota, uh, the Native American community in South Dakota was trying to actually keep Corona from their community. And so they set up some checkpoints. Um, the governor in South Dakota kind of said, we wanna get rid of those checkpoints. And now they're kind of at odds. So we have all this stuff going around the country. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's the way forward. You know, this is sort of translating to sports, but even, uh, in these moments, what's the way forward? We even had in Florida, these guys were protesting to open the gyms early. But you know, people are hurting, people want things to open up, but, but how do we move forward responsibly and at what point is it time? And I feel like for me, I think it might be a little too early, you know, especially places are still seeing the numbers rise. Um, but what are y'all's approaches or thoughts about that? Oh man, um, you know, the thing is, is I, I live with a scientist. Like in this bed, I wake up every morning and I have this super intellectual next to me that I'm like, I have questions, you know, <laughs> and we, we, you know, we, we teach health and wellness and, um, you know, sure with, with simple things like, like my daughter's inflammatory disease, you know, her, her autoimmune disease, how is, how would Corona affect her? And honestly, I think she had it in like earlier this year in January. I mean, she's, she's a super athlete. She is this ball of energy. I mean, it went from me kind of being, okay, relegated to the fact that, okay, I'm not going to have an athlete, but she's extremely intellectual. Um, and now she's, you know, she's just got up on her, for her new wakeboard today for the first time. <laughs> you know, it's, so I just, just I, I have to think of these other people. You know, it's about me. I don't, you could slap me in the face of Corona. I think I'll be fine. Um, and it's just the other people that I love that I, I can't, I can't see myself, you know, hurting them. But uh, of course, I, I want to go to the gym. I want to go to my fight gym. I want to go to Lifetime Fitness, where I, I used to work, and now I just hang out because um, it's awesome. Um, and just go see people and, and be social because I'm a social butterfly and I like attention. Um, but you know, it, I, I think that it's probably too early. And this is what's going to happen. We're going to open things up. It'll probably come back in like the Spanish flu did, like many things do, and it's going to kill off more people and you know it, it, this is just and I, I, I hate to like people people I mean, fat shaming or something you have let your body look like that and feel like that that's your fault mm -hmm. and I'm sorry if it's you know if, if it's if it's uh, your environment and your, your the way you were raised and whatnot but it's but it is your fault 
and 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 you put the food in your mouth that's that's all it is and and i i i don't want to be mean you know but it's true and we have to help these people or, or show them a way how to how to be healthier because otherwise you're gonna die you know yeah. what? My, my brother's getting fat and i'm like yo you're gonna get fucking diabetes, man. What do you yeah. do? He used, he used to be a professional athlete. He, I mean, he could have gone to the Olympics and diving. Like, we got a pretty good genetic lottery in my family, and you know, he, I'm you like, don't want to waste that. No, and plus, I don't want him to to die and get sick. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I, I teach this for a living, and you're not listening to me, you know. But yeah. but well, there's only so much you can do for people. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I, and for me, I don't like to judge people, but the particular protesters that went down to Pinellas County. The fact that they were doing the push-ups and the squats to protest the gym not being open. That's, that was, that's the Outside. wrong strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that shows that looking, you can, like, get your work out of it. Why? That's Florida. Florida, man. Uh, it, it's just people are locked up, and they're in this crazy state of fear and just stupidity. I mean, fear makes you do dumb shit. And, you know, uh, one thing that I – one big reason why I promote psychedelics for, during this time. You can't go on a trip outside, but you can go on a trip in your house. <laughs> and, and I, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't legally recommend it. People are doing it in mass. They're going to do it. Do it responsibly. Go in with set setting intention. Do some integration after. Integration is the most important part of psychedelics. Okay. Not the drug, it's not the, 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 the product itself. Um, you know, but, but it, it drops something called the fear response in our brain and our body. So you, you are able to say things you need to say, hear things you need to hear, pick up on someone's energy, their posture, their, their everything. Okay? Through, through that dropping of the fear response, we're not afraid anymore. Daily, if you're microdosing, you are in the happiest state ever. And to think that right now, so Just many to people- to go to a gym and work out with others and to do up, classes. Hormones, and here bodies, we see the push-ups. This is part of the demonstration that they have been doing here, you know, buddy. You're uh, um, outside so of the clear water courthouse doing push-ups here. But as Paul Emerson noted, this is not one of those protests that we've seen where people are staying six feet away from each other. Obviously, this group here of maybe 30 to 40 people, they are definitely a lot closer than six feet away from one another. Fear people, you know, they just they freeze up and they second triple guess everything. And the first thing that comes to your head, at least I found. It's usually the thing you go with, and you don't ever do this because this is this is what you're afraid of. The first initial reaction, you're like, oh, oh, that's not going to work, you know. And if we can get rid of that that fear, we mm -hmm. can, if we can do things like, I wake up every morning and sure there's breath work. I, I say every morning. I just say that a lot. Um, breath work, meditation. I smile. I get up. I hug my cat. I go down and tell my girlfriend that I love her and that she's beautiful and that you know a bunch of other weird shit <laughs> on the radio. Um, but, uh, you know, just to, just to create a good flavor of the day, you know, and then of course I go outside with the cat and smoke a joint, but you know, it's, it's just about happiness. It's about like, you know, like this is the simple things and to make the other people around you, especially being locked in a house with, yeah. with people, you, why would you be shitty to someone when that's going to in turn make them feel bad? Number one, like that's, that's the first thing like, that, that interaction right there, like just do it. Come on. You live with these people. Then from there, they're going to affect someone else. And the only people they can really affect at this point are other people in your house. That's, whether that's your other kid or your other part, roommate or lover or whatever it is. Yeah. And you're like, dude, you're, you're creating a clusterfuck. And 
just be happy. I mean, when you're in love, your body produces like way more things like growth hormone. Serotonin. You want to get jacked? Yeah, serotonin. Well, we're looking at a, at a, at a serotonin response uh, with, with psilocybin specific. I mean, psychedelics, uh, LSD, things like that. Um, which I've been, I've been getting more into the microdosing of, of LSD over the last six months or so. But uh, with, with the psilocybin, this is my specialty for now at least, um, it, it, it converts from your body or into your body as uh, psilocybin, psilocin, and then a, a serotonin it kind of. The, the molecule looks very similar. It, it, it acts the same. It uses the same uh, receptor. Um, it's a mimic sort of thing. Um, so it's not like an SSRI where it's making your body, you know, produce a bunch of, of serotonin and then you take, stop taking it, it drops off. You know, it, it's, it's, it's creating a good sustainable source of serotonin. And also when you are on a, you know, a dose, that, that, uh, that mimicking agent, you know, that, that I got to figure out what that is. I got to explain it better. I got to ask the professor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when, when you talk about your fear response being lower, like if you're using it for physical activity, if you're an athlete, are you going to be trying to put on more weight that you shouldn't be maybe putting on or going for a movie you shouldn't try or when you, how does yeah, that, that decrease in fear response translate? So that's a big thing that this is, this is my obsession, my real obsession, not the rest of the stuff I love talking about. Uh, it's the performance side of it. You know, because, you know, uh, my the team of people that are better at, you know, dealing with emotional or sexual trauma or, you know, this sort of addiction type of stuff, which, I, of course, I've I've gotten over the addiction. I guess I'm lucky where I, I don't have any sexual trauma really outside of like, which is going to sound, I can't believe I'm saying this, uh, you know, being being a, being not abused, but being just a toy for a group of women. <laughs> uh, had a few times in my life i don't know how i end up in those situations but as a kid it was just it was just a, i got really sexual really weird and, and at a very young age um mm. you know so I, and I, don't, I don't know if that screwed me up or anything i just whatever but uh you know dealing with my addiction i have better people in my life to help with that stuff so i, I take yeah. my clients through a big macro dose and we deal with trauma and the addictions and stuff like that because if i don't fix that I can't do the rest. It's just, this is a process and I'm, I know the benefits of it. If you're going to, you're going to trust me and pay me that much money to, to, to help you, then yeah, this is, please just follow my direction and we can get there later. You can micro us first and do your own thing. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But, but to get that essential stuff fixed first, because mm -hmm. I don't know if, if you've heard this, but uh, trauma is trauma stored in the tissue. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know, we're all broken children. So we all have a lot of trauma, you know, it's, it's the sex and the abandonment, uh, you know, and all this, this shit that just is that we're, I think we're starting to see it change as a whole. Cause this, that shit was so rampant for so long. It just, it's wild. Um, but you know, we're, I got off talking the top, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, you were saying it's stored in the tissues, trauma, oh yeah, from yeah, yeah. So trauma, trauma stored in the tissue. Then, you know, for, for someone to a fighter to think, Oh, I'm, I'm a pussy because I got, I got octagon jitters. I'm like, no, you get into a cage every single day with your friends and you fist fight. It's not a big deal. This is just another person you haven't sparred against. There's people that's happening all the time. You can't really hear the crowd. You can't see much. You can hear your coaches. And it, it, what it is, is it's your trauma manifesting itself as mm -hmm. something that's, 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 you know, shouldn't be going on right now in your life. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so you know, they, once we get past that, then we can get into the microdosing and the, the, the performance benefits. That that fear response being down, 
is going to let you engage. So you have the flow state, which is the broad term for a lot of the stuff that I'll explain. Um, the engagement. You see microaggressions. You're, you have an uptick in, in sight, in sound, and smell, and taste. Your linguistic capabilities go up. And so you, you analyze everything. And mind you, athletes like to be a little more on the dangerous side, which is, yeah. a, which, which is a balance because, you know, you get to a point, a microdosis from 0.05 to 0.25. And once you get to about 0.2, you're like, oh, I'm feeling this, you know? And that, but, but athletes like that. It's just this, this it's just, you know, heightening of everything. Yeah. So, then, so when you're, you're saying athletes like it, is this something that athletes should take when they're doing their sport or is this something like when you're not, you know, in sport mode? Oh, well, so most people don't know this, but um, USADA, United States Anti-Doping Agency, uh, working with Jeff Nowitzki, who's the, the drug testing guy from you know, the liaison between USADA, or United, uh, UFC fighters and uh, USADA. Uh, he's like a mentor to me. He's a good friend. Um, mm. And I know they, they don't have the capabilities to test for psilocybin. And Jeff's open about it. Like he talks about it. I mean, I, yeah. I we've sat with them. They invite us to fights. Um, we work with a, you know, a company called Unlimited Sciences. And we have a study that we're building with athletes, with combat athletes and vets to try and uh, try and fix their brains through CT, you know, from CTE and, yeah. uh, and TBI, and th that's that's rad. And the UFC just open arms, like, "Yep, well, just please help us. Please, 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 give me all your information." They can't publicly fund me uh, mm -hmm. because it's a Schedule One substance. They're a U.S.-based company, and the guys at the top were like, "No, <laughs> not gonna happen." <laughs> yeah. And you know, and Unlimited Sciences, they have relationships with Johns Hopkins. Um, you know, F the FDA approved everything we're gonna do. It's cool. It's it's a it's a really really cool thing we're doing, um, and and. For Jeff to know and those people to understand, not only this, so that there's the healing benefit, then you have a protectant benefit. So you're going to fix all trauma and, you know, and, and protect from further trauma. Uh, then you're going to have, you know, this capability because every time we go in there, we're giving and receiving PTSD. That's mm -hmm. just how it works. It's a lot mm -hmm. of fun. I'm not gonna lie, so it's, it's a lot of fun, okay? But it, it affects you, and if it yeah, affects us in a way that our bodies are so in tune to kill each other from a long time ago, like not that long ago actually, um, you know, with our bare hands, with sticks, whatever. That you know, this is this is that I guess more like maybe a collective trauma that gets brought out of us. Um, that you know, we we're just figuring out how to deal with it and i'm just trying to show they're not going to stop doing it. i don't want them to stop doing it. this is mm -hmm. i love this sport i help build this sport i'm trying to fix it um and then uh you know so so yeah you, more of the performance stuff you, you have the fear the fear response again will drop the fear response even for breath so your breath is smooth just a good cycle of breath and then if you add in things like cordyceps mushrooms you have uh uh adenosine triphosphate or atp in them for energy sources you have you know vasodilation things like that uh, and, and what I recommend is, is other things with, uh, with a good nootropic value, yeah. but then also, you know, with an anti-inflammation value, which is CBD, turmeric, things like that, that you can, you know, get your body moving really well because not just the, the mental efficiency, the cognitive, you know, efficiency, the actual, you know, kinetic efficiency, your physical efficiency of your body is going to, to move like silk and you're not. You know, you're not going to be more strong, like just like shooting in steroids or something. Um, but 
you, you dude, everything stacks up perfectly. Your posture is aligned, you know, like you can really focus on technique. And, and the, I mean, obviously I obsess over things like this, but <laughs> there, there's, there's, it, it's ha- it works. <laughs> I love that the UFC is open to it. And especially for fighters, cause they put so much on the line. Uh, but the UFC is either a trailblazer or some people think making mistakes. I don't know. Um, I, I think at least in this arena, they are kind of blazing the trail. They recently had UFC 249 and decided to go ahead with it because uh, the thinking has been, look, if, if it's going to happen, we need to have a way forward and we need to kind of tackle these issues as best as we can. Um, so I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. They, they were very good. I mean, not very good, but I think they took a lot of precaution. They tested everyone that came in and out. They had a bubble hotel. They set up a hotel. They had the arena that was adjacent to it. Everyone was tested. I think Rogan, Cormier, um, and Anik were seated six feet apart from each other as they commented on the fight. So they took a lot of precautions. Do you think that was enough, Ian? And do you think about other sports? I know Adam Silver wants to open it up. Baseball wants to open it up as well. Um, I know the UFC. I've known these people since I was a teenager. and Before, I was already fighting professionally at 18, but I, I've known them forever. Um, no Dana forever. He's a he's a madman. He's a psychopath. <laughs> but it it takes it takes that sort of crazy to accomplish these things. Um, and I know you know having uh, I just know everything in MMA. I guess um, all this sort of intricate things. It's just I have access to it because I know people who are there. Um, they test the hell out of everybody. They do everything the right way. They're not going to screw this up. And do I think it's early? we need to give the people something, you know, and, and he's just able to pull it off where he can, he can make it happen. Yeah. And, and, and you know, society needs something and we're there's, there's dangerous stuff every day going on. People are going everywhere. totally irresponsibly. If you look at the, how it should be, yeah. you know, so I, I'm, I'm cool with it. I, I think that, um, you know, of course I'm biased, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. NBA and MLB have said, the, for them, if they're going to open up, they want it to be such that if there's a positive test, that they continue throughout the season so that there's not, you know, one player gets a positive test and we shut down again. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that, I, th- I think that's fine. I, I mean, why not? If, if they're going to let the UFC do it, you have to let them do it. There's no fans. No, but when you think about basketball, though, so right, you got two teams playing and all of a sudden LeBron gets sick. Yeah. You know, that really changes the dynamic of the series, uh, especially yeah. if it's a championship series. Do we pause everything or do we say, you know, doesn't matter which player gets sick, you know, we continue moving on? Yeah, that's that. I mean, <laughs> I, fuck, I have no idea. I, mean, I, I would say just, uh, yeah, if someone gets sick, pull them out, quarantine them, you know, and, and do the responsible thing there. It's just, are people going to, I think people will be responsible. Athletes were strangely responsible about certain things, you know, like yeah. it's just, you know, most people that reach that height, most, some are horrible people, but um, most athletes that get to those sort of heights are great men and women because mm-hmm. they, they've struggled. You know, they've worked their butt off and they appreciate stuff, you know, and, and even if it was someone like myself who, who acted like a spoiled brat when I first got famous and whatever, like I was a, an idiot, but I, I, you know, I realize some things. <laughs> because it happens. You know, you screw up, sure, you might be an idiot sometimes, but... You, you grow. You grow. Yeah. 
I'm like, do you want to see an NBA Finals though with just the bench playing? I don't know. <laughs> like that's what I envision happening, but we'll see. We'll see. But I think the NBA, if somebody, you know, like LeBron, I feel like they would be so cautious. You know, they probably wouldn't even have him go to the regular locker room with his team. They would go above and beyond to protect those key players because they know they don't want to move forward in the series without them. Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah. Which will, I honestly think, even create more of a mess. Just clean everything. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and don't create this atmosphere where it's like, oh, you can't, you know, like that's just, that just creates more tension and, and, and fear again. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see going forward, but two, they say two to three weeks is when you'll see whether or not opening up to any degree is actually going to, you know, change the dynamic. So I want to go on vacation. I want to go on vacation. I, I was supposed to be in Bali half of May. She was, you know, with, with my, my girlfriend and we were setting up a retreat. I was going to do it with, with, uh, you know, Carla Esparza and Ashley Evan Smith, you know, Carla's a former world champion. Uh, we were going to, you know, do, or actually we were sponsored by the women of combat, which is cool. Oh, nice. Um, they were going to bring out some athletes and we were going to open it up for, you know, people have a couple maybe a big, big house or two big houses. Um, you know, and then we were going to go have another retreat in Tulum, which of oh. course, which of course, which of course started as a vacation for my, my girlfriend's 15 year old. <laughs> and then I was like, well, we could get this all for free and make a lot of money if we just stay an extra week and I have clients come. And whatever. It's what we do. Um, so yeah. And then I, I, dude, I wanted to like my family house in Lake Tahoe is being remodeled. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I want to leave. Yeah. I mean, you might've been trapped in Bali if you went earlier. Cause some I people know. were trapped in Bali, but you know, they were happy the first couple of weeks. And then after a while they got a little like, let me get home. Yeah. I mean, I would be happy, but I'd be, I'd be so bummed. Cause I, I mean, like my daughter is everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. she's, she's, we just, I, I am so hands-on with her that like, I, I, even being there for work for 10 days, uh, I was just like, I was heartbroken. I was, I was you know, go, by the end, I was like, oh, I can't wait to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I also know that um, on Mondays, you do something with self-care, a self-care therapy class? Yes, I, I had my birthday party on Sunday. Um, we have, you know, this beautiful new event space we made at, at Lake Secure, um, which we're going to be creating a bunch of content. There's a stage and a DJ booth and, I mean, it's the sound system's insane. Um, so we're going to be having a, a bunch of people come out and perform, and just just space for it's a marketing and advertising department. So it's pretty cool. Um, so you know, to be able to just create so much, like I'm, I'm super excited about it. Like that, there's going to be so much going out. We're gonna we have our oh we have our integration circle. We have our new South Orange County psychedelic integration circle on Facebook. Go check it out. Um, it's, it's a private group, but just request it and I'll, I'll, I'll let you in. Um, it is a platform that I've built for realistically for, for the professor because she's smarter than I am. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, like she is, um, shit out of my way. Uh, she <laughs> is, you know, she, she has a lot to share, a lot, a lot of, a lot of help to give these people. And, um, and, you know, I want to create a, a community um, for people, not just, not just one psychedelic circle, because a lot of those are tiny, you know, and that's, I, was, I love those, but people always go like, like you can't have, like, the these should be shared for everybody, you know, like, woo woo. Um, but then they like hide everything. Like they have secrets. I'm like, come on, you can't, you can't do that. You're acting silly, you know, like just, just, and so I, I want to create a space for, 
us to have one big, big meeting and then be able to have a men's group, a women's group, uh, a religious group where you want to talk about Jesus. Cool. Get your group and do it. We just want to, we just want to make sure that we have the right facilitators there, the right people, because, um, you know, safety is, is, and you know, harm prevention is a big deal in this space. People want to negate, um, the the danger you know uh, sure you can you can go to coachella uh, and have any and eat a, way too much mushrooms or, or acid or whatever it is and have a transformational experience that is for the better yeah you can and you don't even have to do integration or anything you don't have set setting intention nothing you just you're you just changes your life for the better <laughs> awesome i'm so proud i'm so happy for you but you can also have a bad time and, you know, out of that bad time, you could learn something that is, you will, you will, you, you should at least uh, learn something that is very beneficial, but without proper integration after it, without being able to integrate those things into your, in your brain, into daily practice, I mean, good luck. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a precaution that you were, you know, a thing you, you shouldn't just throw to the wind and go, okay, whatever. Um, you know, uh, at least unless you know how, what you're doing, if you've done this bunch of times, knock yourself out um you know because again this this group of people this group of psychedelic users grows by 40 percent every year that's uh-huh. a lot that's a wow. lot of people and you know i i tell people look i'm not a drug user i'm not looking i'm not going to help you with drugs but people are going to do this regardless, in regardless. so i i want to be able to create a place a space for them that is safe and that is mm-hmm. you know they they know that that like we're out here and we have the best intentions. I mean, we cover uh, the, you know, the political side with Decrim CA and we have jobs there. I'm the event coordinator. Uh, she's the, the head director or the head education person. Uh, we work, you know, on, on a, on a uh, activist level. We've got some Native American people we work with um, and just activism in general. I'm, I'm, I'm like one of the main guys, with the blue check mark that talks about it. So openly. And what's uh, Decrim CA? A decriminalized California is the decriminalization effort for all of California. Mm. Uh, you have the guy, you have decrim nature, uh, decrim nature did Oakland and Santa Cruz and Denver and, and uh, Chicago, I do believe. Um, or Daniel Carcio had a uh, hockey player. When we get back to the, how the NHL is handling this uh, later. Um, and you know, we, we, we cover all of these different aspects. I'm embarking on a, a three year course, a, a shaman course to, mm to uh and i'm not trying to be a shaman okay like, <laughs> but you're I, going on the course yeah because it's it's about personal growth i'm mm-hmm. trying to grow as a person and i like these individuals who who i who i'll be working with I, i've never taken ayahuasca and people are like really i'm like yeah I, I wanted to for a long time but i, I haven't had the call to do it until until this year and now this year i haven't because i had a bunch of stuff going on now this mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, I could obviously still do it during lockdown because I'm going to go hang out with a bunch of monks in the forest. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's just something I need, I need to get to eventually. And I, I finally found people that I, f- I felt safe and sound to do it with because I, I, I respect this stuff. I mean, so much. And, and it, uh, you know, it, it means a lot, you know, and, and I, uh, I, I like taking care of myself. I like, like, it's just back to that question you actually asked like five minutes ago about the self-care. That that's Garrett Day. He's one of my best friends. Uh, I, I'm his. I'm his. The Godfather to his son. Um, mm. And you know whether it's whether it's a diet, whether it's you know this sort of mind coaching, psychology sort of stuff, and neuro linguistic programming ish sort of stuff. 
um, or it's physical care, working out, you know, being able to get in deep on your own parts and massage and fix things because I've had three surgeries here, four surgeries here. I fractured, dislocated this. I've got bulging discs in my neck and my back. I told my hip and my groin. I popped both knees. Um, I've had MRSA four times. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. And, and guess what? I don't have any arth- – well, not any. Um, I have very little arthritis. Wow. And, and that's because I have a great diet. Um, I, 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 I take CBD every day, almost every day. Again, I say every day all the time, but it's not true. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's sitting when I, when I teach martial arts. Is that, you, you can only do it this way. And then I'm like, but I'm gonna do it later. <laughs> once you figure this out, I'm like, yeah. But, uh, you know, so you have the CBD, you have whether it's a cream or oral drops or, or gummies or something. I, I probably shouldn't eat gummies. but um, And I also take about 100 to 200 milligrams of, uh, of, of cannabis oil every day, like high-strength cannabis oil. Um, but but, but we'll, we'll get back to the main part. Is mushrooms, uh, microdosing heals your pain receptors. And it has, mm-hmm. has, a, has very anti-inflammatory properties, which I need to figure out how to explain what exactly is happening in, in with the inflammatory response of mushrooms. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they have so many benefits. They're going to make, like they say, oh, CBD heals everything. I'm like, well, that's because if anything wrong goes in your body, there's an, in, there's an inflammation response. And when you take care of inflammation, it heals everything. So mm-hmm. I, I, I just need to really, if I had to write that down, I got to figure <laughs> out what sort of chemicals are happening or responses happening in the body with uh, yeah, but I, I love those strategies, especially the breath and the self-care. Um, and so that you integrate that a lot with the McCall method. Yes, uh, I've been training under Casper Vandermeulen or Wim Hof. I guess that's where it started. Yeah, Wim Hof's amazing. Wow. For for a long time, yeah, Wim's incredible. And and I, I've you know I've never met him. I've talked to him on. And I have a lot of Instagram friends. Um, and I I just started getting into it, and then I met Casper, and he's just become a good friend of mine. He is Wim's resident scientist. And I don't know if you noticed, but I have affinity for smart people like scientists. And <laughs> uh, I mean, my, my best friend growing up is now a physics professor at uh, USC. Um, people to be around. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I feel like a chimp sometimes. Like I, I feel like the feral kid that lived in the trees that the people like all these intellectuals are now letting in the house. Like, like come on, I'm like, oh, me? I can come in, I can come in the house now? Uh, but, you know, it's this... This whole thing with Casper, I'm, I'm going over to Holland whenever, I think end of the year, I don't know, to uh, do a psilocybin-assisted masterclass in breathwork. So with, with, with his you know, method is about getting back to baseline, you know, uh, how it affects your nervous system from parasympathetic to sympathetic, just being able to fluctuate and, and, and modulate the whole thing yourself. You know, it's, it's, uh, I'm not about, I'm never about one modality. Never. That's, that's, that's how you get stuck in a hole. That's how you don't evolve. If you, if you don't try and learn all of it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm so behind the curve on a lot of this with the, with the people I'm trying to keep up with. It, it's exhausting. She's a super genius. Like, it's seriously. almost a good feeling. Cause you're always learning. You're always like, Hey, 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 information, information. <laughs> yeah. And, and I have these, like, I have, I have these, by one of my buddies, uh, he's he's like very on very on the spectrum, uh, and he's a doctor, super successful, world famous doctor, and it's so funny to hear that. I, I, I got Asperger's, and I was like, uh, <laughs> what? Goes, okay, "Okay, I'm autistic," and I was like, "There you go." <laughs> but just to, just to sit here 
And 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 of course, these people want to eat psychedelics with me. Yeah, that that's that's they're fascinated by me for whatever reason. But I get to sit with these intellectuals who have, you know, trained with Yogi Bhajan and and done all these. You know, it, Stan, Stan Graf has held my friend, my you know, my business partner in his arms when he was teaching him breathwork and pulled him over that birthing canal chair that I've sat in. <laughs> like, I'm I'm. It, my new podcast, which I need to actually come out with it because I have only two episodes recorded and I've got some great people lined up, but it's about my personal evolution. Like this is what I did. I, 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 I know I wasn't always like this. I've changed a lot. I'm a totally new person. I wasn't a new person. I'm the same guy. I'm just a better version of myself, you know, oh, and that's, cool. I'm just trying to give people the tools that I, that I use. And, and we appreciate you for sitting down with us. This has been an amazing conversation. We got to have a part two very soon. I know, soon. I was thinking awesome. that too. <laughs> they um, we have a little thing called Fit Club Five, where we're going to ask you five rapid fire questions uh, so the viewers get to know you. And uh, Fallon, take it away. All right. So what is or was your favorite meal right before a fight? Favorite meal? Um, yeah, man, I would say... Well, I traveled with a with a chef and nutritionist for most of my career. His name's Eric Trilogy. Um, uh, the morning after for French toast, he would make okay. French toast. But uh, but I would I'll say, take that. you know, <laughs> a, 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 it would for me it was a bunch of starch, a bunch of protein and vegetables. It was I just I like a variety of stuff because I, I understand that I, I mean I'm really thorough with all this. Obviously, I travel with him and I've. Learned, I, I, I know I need to fuel up on a million different levels. It's all about, yeah. again, about variety. Yeah. What's the one exercise that you know is good for you, but you hate doing? Uh, running. Running. I, I, I never ran my whole career until the last year, maybe when I was in Ryzen. I think it was, it was, was it? Maybe a little before that, sorry. Um, mm -hmm. But I just, running hurts me. I feel like a tank. You yeah. know, I have like, like <laughs> tiny little limbs. I can't swim. I can't run. Um, so th those two things, you know, they're miserable. And I, I just have this, 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 this weird <laughs> water where I'm not, I mean, it's a little water that's barely too cold. I'm like over it, you know, I grew up on the beach. I just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. If there's one person that you can go back into the ring and fight or train, who would it be? Any person in the world? Oh man. Dead or alive. If I could train Mike Tyson to be a uh, an MMA fighter. Whoa, that would have been, been um, man, would be he would crazy. Have been <laughs> because I mean I, I mean I I cried when Mike lost when I was a little kid. Like I dad why? Like why I remember it vividly. It broke my heart. Um and you know I've met him a few times. He's just an amazing person. I just he, he's actually put some really good things in my head about retirement, you know, about how I, I don't I don't want to be that person anymore. I'm not I'm not proud of that guy. I, I want to be, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not him anymore. But yeah, uh, yeah to, to train him, because to also know that, because the motto, oh, dude, he manipulated that kid so, so bad. He, you know, you got this kid who is from such a crazy upbringing, who mm -hmm. was built, built that way and mentally yeah. was predisposed to that stuff. And then you hypnotize him. Yeah. And you do like, like all, there's way more stuff that we don't need to do, but I'm just like, <laughs> then again, I also, I also want to take advantage of that. So what's wrong with me? <laughs> I think I know the answer to the next one, but I'm going to let you answer it. What is your ideal form of meditation? Oh, ideal form. So. Or a way you, know, you like to calm yourself. Okay. So 
uh, well, this is this is my my I'll give you my best time to meditate. Okay, is post large large dose, like you know, 10, 20 grams sort of thing, mm -hmm. uh, which which a normal big dose is like three and a half. So think if you're pushing 10, 20. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> but again, you know, uh, this is something that professionals do, I guess. Mm -hmm. say. Um, but, you know, you do the integration. There's, you know, hands off, like don't touch, just get the work done. Because then we do couples therapy all the time about it. Just because it's, it's not just about taking psychedelics. It's, sometimes it's just yoga and that whatnot. But, but uh, post-trip to the next morning, go into a place called Radiant Hot Yoga in Irvine. Mm -hmm. uh, it's run by a former porn star and her daughters. <laughs> and it's just this this hilarious, very hard sport yoga. I mean, the, the yoga is there is, is super legit, but it's just mm -hmm. this very like bubbly, porny vibe. It's just entertaining, um, <laughs> you know. And 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 yeah, I like, I'm, I'm again, I'm, a, I'm an attention whore. I like showing off. And I've got yeah. my my smoke show girlfriend next to me. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to do yoga. Such a douchebag. Uh, but but to to get through that whole thing, and then and then maybe take a microdose of you know like a whatever something else, uh, and then right when that thing is done, right when that class is done, you know, and you're especially if you're doing really good breath work the whole time. You're just you got it locked. You just sit there after, and I can meditate mm -hmm. for. I get. I, I've I've never been able to to compartmentalize the things that I'm dealing with uh, so easily. Cause I've got I've got two other people in my head, you know, this guy and this guy, <laughs> and and you know it's my my what my my ego, my super ego, my Ed, I think it is, and it's a lot. I I it's it's constant. Like every day, I talk to myself, and it's <laughs> it's a little mad. Okay. Yeah. Good conversation, <laughs> right? And last <laughs> last question: What's your um, favorite guilty pleasure food? Uh, I would say some Rocky Road or something like that. Some sort of so everything I, I do has a twist. Like it's, there's, you know, adding in things, like sprinkling, you know, nuts on top, and a little bit of berries, or you know, what like just small things. Like if I'm gonna make French toast, it's very compote. You know, I, I like yeah. making things beautiful and and, and you know, extra good. The recipe just, book it, is coming. It's coming. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and, believe me. And I'll touch on everything from being just like the meals that just you know make you question yourself after to the ones that just make you feel really good that's awesome man well, awesome we got to thank you so much for joining us this is incredible yeah <laughs> so good <laughs> fallon where can they find you online you guys can find me at fit with fallon on instagram or fitwithfallon.com. And mr mccall where can they find you i have the mccall method on instagram and my website go check it out if you want to book a session uh, and then also I teach parenting uh, couples, uh, you know, that mask masculinity sort of thing we're trying to drop as, as guys. That, you know, we can't really act this way anymore, guys. Got to stop. We gotta, <laughs> we're going to treat this fair. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't help any of us. Um, but then also uh, check out Uncle Creepy MMA uh, for all my stuff. Decrim California or decrimca.org and Unlimited Sciences. Uh, you know, so much information there. Um, and also go check out Thank You Plant Medicine. It's, it's, a, it's a movement we're trying to do where people can go on and share their stories. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much. And I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Thank you. And you guys can find me at Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. We'll see you guys next week. On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. 
Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood Redefined.